Hello, everybody. Jim Malone here coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. It is Tuesday, and the market has, uh, <laughs> boy, it's tough. I mean, it was up yesterday, down today, just really tough to trade it. Um, I actually was buying some stuff today. I bought Microsoft, and I also bought bought a Bitcoin substitute. Well, what do I mean by that? Well, that is, it's called the GBTC, the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust. So uh, very interesting. I mean, just just kind of interesting. Did sell some of my um, my oil stocks. Uh, took some profits on um, on uh, some of my some of my oil stocks. A, um, a DMLP. I sold that at a profit, and I also have sold uh, Diamondback. But I'm still holding on to EOG Resources, which uh, it's off a little bit. But I wanted to take uh, the profit uh, when I started seeing it slip. I you know, I, I, I ran for the exit and <laughs> I sold uh, taking some profits. So let's get into the slides uh, before we get to your questions. Basically, um, you know, the NASDAQ down again. Wow. And uh, the energy stocks are, you know, are down as well. So we're still in a correction. And that's really an important thing to note. Uh, the market is still in a correction and the indexes are still, you know, kind of trying to get... Um, you know, trying to trying to trying to make some headway, so it's, a, it's kind of a mixed bag out there. Of course, Facebook down significantly. Um, uh, Netflix is up, uh, and I do have a spread on that. Uh, that uh, I'm going to show you the results that we're doing on that. We did open a new spread today, and I think you really really like it. Um, and that, and we'll show you that in just a second. If you're watching on TikTok. Um, and you want to ask a question, it's super easy. Just go to the address above, as I'm showing you here, bit.ly.com slash DTF382. And uh, that'll go right directly, and it'll be able to, um, you know, send in, um, you know, send in some uh, questions, and we can take them live and also be able to see, you know, how, 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 they're, coming, uh, how they're coming. So, Without further ado, let's uh, get into the indexes. Basically, what's happening is uh, the Dow Jones uh, up a little bit, not a lot. I mean, you know, 0.6, you know, 0.06, not a lot. Uh, gained about 21 bucks. Um, S and P is up just slightly, just 0.18, not a lot. The Nasdaq is kind of, yeah, it's holding its own a little bit. Russell 2000 is down. IBD 50, which is uh, basically the growth stocks, that's up more significantly. Kind of had a dead cat bounce today, so yeah, you know, it's 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 uh, you know dead cat bounce. That's kind of the kind of the name of the game here. So that seems to be sort of what's happening. That's where the major index are kind of kind of coming in. Um, the uh, just wanted to show you the stocks that I'm buying today. Uh, Microsoft made a nice turn here. I'm hoping it did, anyways. Uh, when I, uh, uh, after hours, it was up to 283. Two, uh, I bought it uh, right as it was moving higher, right, you know, in about, I guess it was two, um, the 289 area. I have to see exactly where I, where I came in. Let me just take a look here to see exactly where I bought that. At, holding, looking, looking, looking. <laughs> where did I buy that at? Oh, goodness. Okay. Hmm. All right. I know I bought it about a little bit below 230, but um, I don't have um, don't have an exact number for you. I should have, should have written that down. <laughs> should have written that down. It's on my spreadsheet. Um, but uh, I've been buying Microsoft today. I bought a full position of Microsoft. Hopefully that wasn't uh, foolish. It's a little bit early, but uh, we do have some rising volume, and it's below 
currently below the um, uh, the 50-day line. So hopefully it's reversing and uh, moving higher. That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> also bought the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust here, and that one uh, is up today. Bitcoin is getting some love out there. A lot of buying as of late. So hopefully that's up about 5.61%. I would bought that earlier in this morning. We'll see how that does. Volume was up. Uh, price was up. So we'll see. Uh, the GBTC, the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, uh, is about um, 4% of the overall Bitcoin uh, in the world, believe it or not, about 4%. So it's a big, good proxy of that. I typically like to use it because I can move in and out of it quickly. And not so much with big, not so much with Bitcoin directly, uh, but this is typically how I trade Bitcoin as I use the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust. Um, here are my current holdings. Um, EOG, as I said, that's down a little bit, not a lot, about a percent up, believe it or not, on my holding on CRM Salesforce, believe it or not. Uh, down that's a, a, a smidge on uh, Robert Half. Of course, I'm up on the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust. Down a little bit on MGM, not a lot. Um, I chose MGM as a, as, as a play here because uh, MGM does not have any exposure in China. And, of course, as we know, the Chinese are kind of cracking down on some of the uh, casinos in Macau. So this is a good alternative if you want to get into that. Um, uh, it's down a little bit today, but it's fairly well set up. Uh, MGM, you might want to consider it. Uh, I do think that when there is a reopening, I mean, people are going to go to Vegas. And, and my reports from people that have been there from Pennsylvania <laughs> is that there's a lot of people in Vegas. So it's looking pretty good in Vegas. So I kind of want to get in on that upward trend. Um, that's why I went into MGM. Of course, Microsoft, uh, MSFT, and that, of course, uh, is up today a little bit, down a little bit in volume. And then the XLE, it's down a little bit. I'm still holding it. Um, up in volume, down in price, not the kind of thing you want to see. But anyways, that's kind of the, the deal on that. Um, just want to show you some option trades that uh, that I have uh, going out today. One of the option trades, of course, is the one that I put out here. And this is um, this is a bear call spread. This is a bear call spread on Constellation. Constellation brand, you know, as you probably know, was one of the ones that bought, that bought a lot of Tilray. Uh, I'm not very familiar with that stock, but they bought a lot of Tilray, and their the numbers came out. They were very bad. <laughs> well, they weren't very bad. Their their profits were down about 14%. So not something you want to look from a from a uh, from a um, uh, alcoholic beverage company. So I decided that uh, might be good time. This is a potential short. Instead of shorting, I wanted to define my risk, so I did a a bear call spread. And you can take a look at this bear call spread. I'll be I'll have the results for tomorrow. Uh, but if you want to take a look at that bear call spread, how I how I entered it, and you want to possibly enter it yourself, just go to this address. It's bit.ly dot dot L-Y, and then this address, DTF underscore STZ underscore LM. So if you want to go ahead and do that trade, it's super easy. And by the way, if you're looking on TikTok to get that trade, very, very easy. All you have to do is go to my profile, Go down and you'll see it. It says Constellation Branch. Just click on that and uh, you'll be able to see the deck for the trade. Um, these are the current trades that I have uh, working. Uh, these are spread trades. I have a bear put spread, if you were enter if you entered in that one. Looking pretty good. This one's on Alibaba. 
And, uh, you know, the Chinese stocks in general have been pulling back. So we're going to be holding on to this one. Um, you know, currently Alibaba closed at about 143.91 today, about 144. And, uh, of course, this this um, trade uh, gains if the stock goes down. And it looks like Alibaba is kind of going down a little bit. So hopefully this will work out. And as it goes down, uh, it will become a better trade. But this is the Alibaba bull uh, oh, sorry, bear put spread that we have on. If you were if you were looking at uh, some of our trades here, um, on that. And by the way, if you want to get access to a lot of these things, and you need you know uh, need me to kind of go over it individually, it's super easy. You have to be on the you have to be on the um, you have to be on the uh, action, you have to be on the special Discord room. But to get on that, you just go over to www Dallas Trading Floor, and you'll see it's a special Discord room, and the sign up is right there. So it's pretty easy to go on that. All right, um, the next one, the next trade that we have is the uh, bull put spread. This is going the other way. So as Netflix goes higher, this one, this one goes higher. We put this trade on a few days ago. It's doing very nicely. Um, Netflix, Netflix, uh, closed today at about uh, six thirty eight ninety one, And so that means the value of our trade has gone up. And currently, uh, the expected value, if we close it out right now, would be about 174. So uh, doing pretty good on that one too. It's going in the right direction. Thank goodness. <laughs> Sometimes they don't go in the right direction. But with this one, we want it to go up. With the Alibaba, we want it to go down. Uh, also, we have another DuPont. Now, this is kind of my, this is kind of the one that I, <laughs> that's not going the right way. And that's the DuPont trade. That's the DD trade. And it is a bull, it is a bear trade as well. If it goes down, it goes, you know, as, as it goes down, the thing goes up. It did go down a little bit today. I'd like to see it go down a little bit more, and there it would make a little bit more money. So hopefully, this will go from about 69 down to about 61 or so, or 60. And if it does that by uh, November 19th, then uh, of course we'll make all the money, and that's uh, $547 uh, per contract. All right, so that's kind of the long and the short of it. Again, if you want to see that great trade, and you're on TikTok, the super easy way to do it is just run over to this this address, bit.ly DTF382. And that is the trade of the day. That is a trade uh, on that is a that is a trade on constellation brands. And it's a bull, it's a I'm sorry, it's a bear put spread. So and by the way, if you sign up uh, on that, uh, you'll get you can take a look at the uh, uh, at the trade, and uh, of course it's free, so you know it's a good way. To, it's a good way to to get to get a look see on those numbers there. So if you're watching on TikTok right now, so let's go to some of the questions here, and I can take some of the questions from TikTok, but of course, unfortunately, they will not appear on the screen. Uh, in order to do that, you have to go to this address, Bitly DTF three eighty two, and that's going to be exactly. That's going to be the simulcast on uh, on YouTube. So to ask a question, that would be a great way to go. All right, let's take a question from Samuel first. Uh, Guten Tag. Yes, thank you very much. Can we buy a firm at this level for a long hold? Well, I don't know about a long hold, but uh, let's take a look at a firm. Um, you know, let's 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 take a, let's take a look at an, at a at a firm, and see if that is doable here. So let's look at a firm, um, A F R. Oops, R M, and that was just looking fabulous this morning. I mean, 
uh, really, really good this morning. And let's kind of let's kind of analyze this chart here. Oop, that's the Nvidia. We want to see a firm showing the Nvidia chart. There we go. There's a firm. All right. So this is the daily chart. And the interesting thing about this daily chart is we have a IPO base. And IPO base, of course, happens when a stock comes out for the first time and then uh, and then moves all the way back up. So basically what happens, the stock comes out of the gate. Um, the, the, uh, the people that were in there from the beginning, the investment banks, they're selling their shares. That's where it causes this to go down. And then as it moves up, then... Then, as it moves above that buy point, that's really where you want to consider going in. And you don't really don't want to go in before, but this is a good place to go in uh, if, if you know if it's if it's back to where the buy point was. Now, the buy point on this is one thirty seven ninety five. We're at one thirty four sixty, so we're just barely below the buy point here. So, can we go into this one? Absolutely, I think we definitely can on this one. This is unusual, so I'm just going to try to draw a line here. So we, as you can see, we went all the way up to the buy point, and we, we got rejected here a little bit. Here's what I would say. Here's a good way to buy uh, a firm, and it's, it's to buy it on a buy-stop-limit order. So basically, the way I recommend buying this, because you want to make sure that you're buying it as it's moving higher. So I would do a buy-stop-limit order. Where the um, where the where the stop is at the um, the stop is going to be right at the um, right at the buy point. So I'm going to set an alert on that. Um, it's, it's it's right it's right at that buy point at 137.95. So I'm going to put that in there. And stop is at 137.95, and the 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 limit. Is equal to 130, 138. I'm sorry, 138.05. And what am I doing here? Well, just put this in here. Oop, there we go. Stop is equal. So here's the way I would buy a firm. Um, because we want it, we want it to have it move above where the buy point is before we buy it. Now it, it did get all the way up to 146.90, but it pulled back. So there's definitely resistance right here at about 137.95. So if you were to buy it on this kind of order, with the stop being at 137.95 and the limit being at 138.05, that would probably get you back in. Now you don't want to buy it as it's moving down, because what happens is Tomorrow, the, the price may collapse very easily down to this, this line here, which is the 10-day line, and that's about 120. So when, we, when we're buying this one, we don't want to buy it unless it confirms that it's going to go higher. And the way you can do that, the easy way you can do that was with this buy-stop limit order, where the stop is at 137.95 and the limit is at 138.05. Now, what will happen is it will, it will basically, if the price of the stock goes to 137.95 and it goes above that then you will it will offer it, you will offer to buy it at 138.05 so this is a good way to buy a firm but i like the i like the stock in general and uh, i think that uh, it has some very nice very nice characteristics so i'm going to put the i'm going to put the alert in there and uh, let's just take a few more gander at it you know we've got an excellent checklist here uh, basically, the only thing that, are, of course, is the earnings per share, and it really hasn't had any earnings yet. So 
that's going to be the thing on the firm. So, well, no, I'm sorry. I, I misspoke. It does have earnings. The sales up were up 71%. Oh, I see. Yes, it doesn't have any earnings because it's still growth stock, still negative, but the sales are moving up very nicely. And it does have a negative cash flow, but remember, this is an IPO. So not that unusual for an IPO. That's not it. We don't want advanced parts, auto parts. We want a firm. There we go, a firm. So that's how I would recommend possibly, uh, that's that's how I would recommend coming into the stock is, is doing it that way with a buy stop limit order. So I don't know, necessarily think you want to do a long hold. Remember, if you buy this, you want to put your stop loss in. So if it pulls back, uh, you'll be okay. But uh, that's a good way to buy it. I think that, uh, you know, as long as it doesn't pull below um, the, um, you know, it, as long as it doesn't pull below too far below that buy point, 7% uh, at uh, 137.95, I think you're fine. So that's how I would do it. That's how it that's how I would handle it. But thank you very much for that question. That was a very good question. Oh, also well, with the firm. So let's go to the next question. CNO. Let's look at CNO real quick. CNO. All right. Um, okay. And um, uh, and uh, here we go. Uh, this is CNO Financial. Um, it's in a consolidation here. It's in a consolidation and um, very heavily owned by funds. The finance area is a good area right now for, for, for things. It's not quite as good a checklist, 56%. Uh, it is above the 200-day line. You know what? I just don't think this is strong enough. So here's my, here's my, um, it, it, the, the, the profits were up 2% last quarter and the sales were up 6%. And of course, this is CNO financial group, CNO. Um, but overall, I don't think this one is strong enough. Uh, so here's what I would do with, with that one. I think you gotta, you know, I think you just have to watch the Swiss one for now. I mean, I just think really that's the only thing you can do with this one is you got to watch this one, this one for now, just because I don't think it's strong enough. Um, though it doesn't, it doesn't look bad. It's just, uh, you know, insurance right now. I don't know. That would be a little bit, uh, uh, that would be a little bit uh, difficult. Just wanted to talk to, um, uh, to, to Steven. I'm talking about CNO financial uh, Steven Diamondson. Actually, I'm simulcasting this on YouTube, and you can see that right here at this address, HTTP bit.ly and then slash DTF382. So that's exactly where I am um, where I am broadcasting to. So uh, let's take a look at the XRP. And of course, the XRP, that is the, and I do have, um, the XRP is the Spider Select. This is an ETF. So let's, uh, Let's take a look at it real quick here. Oh, no. Did I, did that, would I do that right? XRP. Okay, well, <laughs> XRP. Okay, let's look at XRP. Well, no, I'm not getting it coming. I think, you, I think that's another one possibly that we're talking about, but we'll, we'll, we will go to the next question. All right, let's take a look here from Mr. Jeet. AMR, BTU, and CLIX. Let's take CLIX first. Let's see if I can get that right. There we go. ProShares long. <laughs> and this, is, of course, is an ETF as well. Anytime ProShares is a very good company. Um, 
And uh, this one is basically the long, oh, short stores. Hmm. Okay. I don't know this one. It is in a downward trend, though. Not liking that. That's a little bit. That's a little bit concerning. It's below the. It's below the. Um, it's it's below the uh, two hundred day line. So I'm not really. I'm not liking out that all that much. Yeah, twenty twenty seven. 22%. Wow. You know what? I have to cheat on this one on, on CEL, CEL, on CLIX. Is that right? Did I get that? No, I am sorry. I gave you, I gave you the wrong one. CL. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got to give you the wrong one. CEIX. And that's an energy stock. So let's look at it. CEIX. There we go. Console energy. That's making more sense. That's making more sense. All right, boy, this is a nice chart. Um, just no place to buy it, though, unfortunately, because it's very extended right now. But this is looking good. Um, you know, this, this is this is this is looking this is looking good. Um, but it's um, C L I X. The, the problem with buying extended is, especially in this market, um, you know, it, the problem with buying extended is that. The real, the real actual, the true buy point. You want to buy it, buy as close to a true buy point as you can. The last true buy point on this one was a cup without handle, at twelve fifty, and that was basically, uh, basically back in June. So it's it's taken off since then. Absolutely great. But the danger with buying it at this level is that it can easily, if it loses support at the ten day or the twenty one day line, it can easily collapse back down to that to that buy point so here's what i would say on clix i would avoid this one uh i would avoid this one for now i just i i, I would i would have i would avoid this one for now so uh that's kind of that's kind of my take on um you know that that's 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 kind of my that's kind of my take on the um on clix i i would i would consider i would i wouldn't consider this one just because it's extended so that's that's really the thing that you got to look out for. It's it's really extended, and that's probably not a good place to buy it. So let's look at other ones um, for Mr. Jeet here. Let's look at look let's look at uh, let's look at AMR. Let's look at AMR to see if that one. You know, um, yeah, okay, same problem, same problem with AMR, unfortunately. Uh, alpha metallurgical. Uh, it, it, this is, I think, a coal play. You know, the coal play I like the best. Jeet is not AMR. It's um, it's it's Glencore. Let's see if I can get it up. It's uh, uh, what is what is it? Let's see if I can pull it up here. Let's see if it'll let me. Yeah, I don't know if it will. <laughs> okay, not letting me click away from that. Uh, come on, baby. For some reason I can't. It's not letting me do it. Okay, there we go. So AMR, hmm, I don't know about that. Uh, I don't know about that one. Let's look at BTU. That's looks like that's probably a better bet because that's the ETF. Um, okay, Peabody, yeah, and Peabody moved down, but coal is very much in the band. It's the number one group right now, and you know Peabody is is a is a is a you know is a big player. Um, this is a little bit safer place to buy it. It had gotten a little bit far extended from the 10-day line. 
it's still this is still not necessarily a bad place to buy it. It looks like it's bounced here, so this is looking good. Um, the only thing about this stock, it's relatively thinly traded. Let's go to the weekly chart. Well, seven million shares, so that's not bad actually. And 99 relative strength, not really a buy point, but um, 67 checklist. That is the minimum, but that's still pretty good. Uh, look at this. Sales are up 15%. Still losing money, though. We have negative cash flow, and this is an immature company. Boy, you know what? I just don't know if I want. I, I don't know. I'm a little bit. I'm a little bit leery on this one. On 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 these ones. I think. Let's see if we can go over here. I want to take a look at some of this this coal group again, to see. And this is the number one group right now, uh, in the market. And let's let's kind of look to see with this coal group to see if we can find, um, you know, if, if we could, if we can find something that works. So what I'm doing here is I'm going, I'm, I'm showing you all the groups and how they're ranking. The number one group right now in the stock market is the energy group coal, which is amazing because I've never seen this before. This is very, very unusual. And if I go to the daily chart here, you can see we've, we've just had this steady progression up. We got a little bit extended off of the 10-day line, and that's why it pulled back. But this is still a very strong group. So let's see what are the top stocks in this group. Well, you're right. And Medco is the number one group, and Console Energy and Alliance. So these are all really good. Um, the question is, what's the best one? And, you know, I, I for my money, I think it's this one, actually. Uh, it's just almost at its all-time high, GLNCY. This is Glencore. This is a Swiss company. This isn't actually a miner. This is a uh, commodities trading company. This used to be called, uh, back in the day, this was called uh, Philbro Solomon. And they split off. And a very famous case with a, with a gentleman named uh, Mark Rich, who was the guy that was actually pardoned at the last, the last day that Bill Clinton was in office. He pardoned this man that ran this company, Glencore. It was a big scandal because, of course, that was the beginning of the Clinton Foundation, as we all know, pay for play. Um, and uh, that was the beginning of it. And he's dead now. But uh, this is his company. He's a commodity trader. He was originally in New York, and then he fled to Switzerland and set up this company called Glencore. But this, I like the company. <laughs> I like the company. I know that's a long story here. It's right in the buy zone right now, and this one does have the strength that uh, a lot of other companies don't have. Now, the problem with the course, it has a very, very weak checklist. It's 56%, and it's below $10 a share. That's an issue. But if we're gonna, if we're in this kind of environment, I. My, my spidey sense says that this one is probably going to be one of the better bets in the, in the industry, Glencore. And as you can see, it's base-on-base base action here, which I really like. So this is the one I like in, in, in the coal. And, and it, boy, I tell you, it's tough to find anything in the coal area. Absolutely, because coal is it's just an unusual commodity. Right now, the reason coal is in, in such demand I've been told it's because China is running very short of coal, and of course they use it to generate electricity. And by the way, I would I have read, and I don't know if this is true or not, but uh, India has a 14-day supply of coal, and they use it to generate industry too. And there's a shortage because of the international shortage of shipping, and this is one of the reasons why Glencore 
is potentially a good play because Glencore is a commodities trader. They don't mine it, but they own it. They own all kinds of commodities like, you know, steel and coal and oil and all kinds of stuff. There's a commodities trader. This is the, this is the, the company here. It's in, based in Switzerland. So I do think that this one possibly would be the one to go with. Uh, and uh, it's, it's a, it's a, it, it does have a positive cash flow. It's a very unusual company. Uh, it does have a positive cash flow. Um, they're, um, uh, they don't own, they, they, they just basically own commodities. And so this one might be one that, that would work very, very well for you. So, uh, just a thought there, uh, just, just a thought. All right, let's look at EPD, uh, to see what's going on with EPD. And this is enterprise, and this is natural gas. So I'm like, you know, I'm really liking the fact that everyone's bringing up Mark. Uh, this is a good, a good idea. That bringing up the, the the gas area, we're gonna have a very cold. You know, it, it's looking like we're gonna have a cold winter this winter, and when we have a cold winter, of course, the gas plays do very very well. And uh, you know, that was uh, I did sell out of DMLP yesterday. That was a Dorchester Minerals, they have a lot of natural gas. I would, did some profit taking. I like the company. I like the area. I just wanted to take some profits before it reversed on me. That I do that all the time with, with stocks. If I feel like it's reversing, I try to take the profits quickly. But this one's looking good. Um, we've got a very nice income. We've got a very nice increase in sales, 64%. I'm really liking that. Nice profitability. Now, I'm, this is the this is the fundamentals. These aren't the technicals. Let's take a look at the technicals. See if there's technical action on this tells us. By the way, when you're buying stocks, what I like to do is I like to use both technical analysis and fundamental analysis. Fundamental analysis basically is, you know, how is it look, you know, what are the profits? How is it doing? Is it increasing sales? That's your fundamental analysis. Your technical analysis are based on charts. And that's kind of what I'm doing here. Now, one thing I do like about enterprise is that it has moved above, it has moved above the 200 day line. I just absolutely don't like to buy below the 200-day line. I just don't like to buy below it, but the fact that it's moved above that 200-day line, that's this black line here, that's a good thing. Now, it did pull back a little bit today. We'll see if it can get some support here. I do have a, I do have a, um, an alert on it that I, that I kind of want to put out there. I have an alert at 23.50. So if it can move above 23.50, then I'm interested in it. You see, I want to make sure that it's bounced and it's going to clear this this hurdle before I'm interested in buying it, but I am very interested in this area, and I think you bring up a very good, very good, uh, a very good one here. The checklist is quite good, 67%. The only thing it's lagging on, of course, is the relative strength, which takes a, you know, which is over a year, and then the uh, earnings per share. So the relative strength is 63. I'd like to see 80, but you know, this is not bad. Remember, it's 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 reversing, so it's reversed above. The reversal line, it's reversed above the 200-day moving average, but we still need to have it move a little bit higher. I want to buy it as it's moving to a higher high. So that's where I would want to buy it in there. So I put a an alert on here, and that alert is 23.50. So above 23.50, I'm interested in this one. And uh, but I'm not, I wouldn't buy it now. Um, I, I I wouldn't buy this one now. I would wait a little bit on this one. And uh you don't, you know, you know, you know, wait, wait on this one a little bit um, and uh, and see uh, if it can move above um, 
23.50. So really great. Thanks, Mark. That's a very good one. And uh, that's, that's a good stock. Enterprise uh, EPD. That's the symbol, of course. And you want to make sure that you probably want to buy that above 23.50. I think that might be a really good buy. And very good. That's in the natural gas area, which is doing well. Let's look at Amazon. Uh, Amazon, of course, is the bellwether for the retail. And, um, you know, I wish um, a colleague of mine said, you know, in 2000, uh, he came by and said, well, in 2000, I bought 100 shares of Amazon, and I didn't look at it again for another 15 years. I, I tell you, Ben, I would have been looking at it every day <laughs> if that had happened to me. But anyways, um, you know, that's, uh, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> it looks like we've gotten a little bit of a bounce on Amazon off of the uh, consolidation, off the bottom of the consolidation, the consolidation bottom. 3175. It looks like we had a bounce and it's moving higher. Now, is this a confirmed bounce? Well, I probably would not buy it at this level. And the reason I wouldn't is because it's below that 200 day line. I just, I just had, that's sort of my line in the sand. I won't buy anything um, above that. Uh, I won't buy anything below that 200 day line. That's very important for me. So here's what I would do with uh, Amazon, you know, and uh, I, I would just basically, and you know, this is not very exciting, but I would watch this Amazon for right now. I, you know, I absolutely, uh, I, I absolutely would watch this Amazon for right now, just because it's below that 200-day line, and I just don't want to buy it below that 200-day line. I just don't want to buy it below that 200-day line. It's very, very important. So Amazon, I don't think you can buy it now. If you, if you have it. You know, and you're and you're up, and you're not down seven percent. I would hold it, but uh, I would not be a buyer below two hundred. So right now, I'm watchlisting Amazon. So that's kind of how I'm looking at it. Uh, oh, hey, another good good one, Mark. Let's take a look at this one. This is one of the ones I'm actually on. It's on my watch list. IGT. Um, you know, again, this market's a tough one. This is an international game. And I do like this a lot. I, I do like this a lot. If you if you've ever been if you've been to uh, you know any casinos and you look around and you see where are those slot machines made, well there's a good chance that it's going to be an IGT machine. They're made in Reno, and uh, it's a very good uh, you know it's it's a very good company. Now interestingly enough, this is a very interesting company. IGT has an arrangement with some of the casinos. I think like Harrah's, where they actually get part of the take on this amazing, uh, very interesting company. And it's looking very good. It's right in a buy zone right now. Well, it's just slightly above a buy zone, but it's looking very, very good. Nice strength here. I want to look at the 30-minute chart on this one. This one is potentially coming out of, you know, you know, if if the if the market direction changes coming out, this is one you want to look at because this one could be very good in the short term. Uh, it's right above this 2643 buy point. So very very good chart here as well. So here's the thing. Here's here's the thing right now. You know this is if you're going to start to nibble, um, you know I wouldn't go any more than about a half position. But with this one with IGT, I think you definitely can go. Uh, I definitely think it's viable right now. I wouldn't go in with a full position though. I'd go in with a half position. This is a tough market to trade. Remember the market is in correction right now. The indexes are weak, so this is not a good time to go. You know, on margin or anything like that. You got to be careful in this market. Um, many of my trades are bear trades right now, just because I think the market possibly 
is going lower. I just don't know what the what 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 they're going to say, but I think that you know we got to be super careful, protect your position, and uh, but uh, other than that, I think IGT is excellent. It's very well set up, and I think it's definitely one that you know you could you could definitely go with. Um, you could definitely go with. Okay, now we get to now we get to the interesting stuff. Facebook, of course, everybody knows about uh, Zuckerberg's little come to I guess not really come to Jesus story, but um, he's he's you know trying to do the mega culpa because you know it, it even though even though it pulled up today, look at that. This may be a short actually. You know, I could actually see where this one potentially is a short. So, but I'm not shorting this right yet. But I do think, I do think that we have a potential short with Facebook. I know that sounds amazing, but uh, you know, I think FB is a potential short. And uh, why do you? Why would I say that? Why would Jim say that? <laughs> why would Jim say that Facebook is a potential short? Well, look at the chart. Look at the chart. You know, we've ha we've we've had. You know, it's it's trading now, and this is key. It's trading below that ten day line. That's this little pink line here, and it's trying to it, it's trying to get up to the, to the ten day line, and it touches it, and then boom, it goes down. Boom, it goes down. Boom, it goes down. So. Let's look at the weekly chart to see if we have a head and shoulders pattern here. I don't think we do yet. Yeah, this isn't really a head and shoulders pattern. So, but it does look like it's having trouble holding on. It definitely has fallen below that 50-day line, and now it looks like it may have trouble. It may have trouble with the 200-day line. So, if this blow, if it moves below the 200-day line, then I think. We're going to see potentially some problems. As you can see, the last one, two, three, four weeks have been uh, selling action on Facebook. So Facebook is a potential short. I'm not shorting it yet, but uh, it is a potential short, I believe. And I'm going to look at it uh, more carefully because I think that it would be a tremendous short. But it's just not ready yet. Not ready to go. Bitcoin. Okay, well, I did enter today. I entered a position in the GBTC, the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, and the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust. What it is is it's it holds about four percent of the world's Bitcoin, so it's a good proxy, and it's one I use for Bitcoin. I don't typically invest directly in Bitcoin, but I do play Bitcoin through the GBTC. And today, as you can see. It's moving up very nicely, and it moved above this very key, and I had this reversal line on it. Now, most of the time, I'm looking for a reversal line for it to move above. So, and that definitely happened. It tripped my reversal line. I bought, basically, just bought 40 shares, really pilot position in the GPTC, and this is the this is a proxy for Bitcoin. My buy price was 42.57, stop loss 39. It just kind of you know, it eked out a little bit more. It went up about 50, 50 cents more than that. We'll see what happens tomorrow. Uh, it probably, it, it's probably going to pull back a little bit, but now that it's above that 200-day line, I do think that, you know, we may have seen a directional change on uh, on the GPTC. Now, the question, will that translate to to Bitcoin? I don't know. I don't know if it will, but it might. So I am bullish right now a little bit on Bitcoin. All right, let's see if, uh, do you think uh, we should go into skills or wait? I think you should wait on that right now. It's The market is in a confirmed, 
uh, downtrend. What are your thoughts on crypto? Well, I just went uh, over my thoughts on the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust. I primarily follow Bitcoin, and I do think that we're going to see a little bit of a movement up in Bitcoin. Now, Bitcoin has a lot of headwinds. Of course, the Chinese government made it uh, illegal, so that's an issue uh, with, with Bitcoin. But I do think that we're going to see it move a little bit higher, and that's why I went into the GBTC, the Grayscale Bitcoin Crest today. It did look very good today. Um, all right, let's see. Can you check, please? Okay, this is... Um, oh, oh, I think it's OIH. Let's see if I can do... Let's see if I can come up with OIH. And by the way, if you're looking on... If you're looking on... Um, a TikTok. I am broadcasting this at this address, um, www.bitly/dtf382, and that's the name. That's the number of the show. And this is the Van Inc. Oil Services ETF. Let's take a look at this chart. All right. Well, you know, here's the thing. You know, it's funny. The you know, you would think that they would do this to be doing better than it is, but it is forming this basing pattern, which is very good, and it's above. It's trading above that 200-day line, so that's good, but it's pulled back a little bit. Here's the thing. I don't think it's time for this one yet. I think it's time to, even though this is in the oil business, I think that there are better areas in the oil, in, in the oil, uh, in the oil patch. Right now in the oil patch, the way I see it anyways, is that uh, some of the E&P companies are going to be the strongest. So what I'm going to do, let's just kind of, let's kind of look at some of the oils, um, you know, let's just look at some of the oils, some of the oil groups and see if we can find some strength in there. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to, just going to go down to the energy. I'm going to sort this for energy. There we go. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to sort this and let's go over here and take a look at the energy areas. These are the groups of the market that are related to energy. So did I get that? No, I, I, what I did is I, I needed to sort it from A to Z, not from Z to A. There we go. All right, so let's go down to energy here. Okay, energy, good. Okay, so these are the these are the groups. These are the energy groups that we have already. Now, alternative energy, not so much. It's not going to be doing as good. It's rank 53. Coal is ranked um, number one. So so solar is ranked 152. It's at the bottom of the market, whereas coal's at the top of the market. It's very interesting, isn't it? Solar, again, at the bottom of the market. So those aren't really looking that good. The one that we want to look at, though, is the oil and gas. Uh, we want to look We want to look into oil and gas. So I'm going to go down there, and I'm going to go to oil. There we go. Oil and gas. And field service is probably not as good. Um, you know, it's rank 15. Oil and gas integrated 101. The, the place you really want to be is either in drilling or in expiration. And I think expiration is really the, where the action is. Uh, so this is the Canadian Canadian firms. This is actually doing the best out of everything. So let's look at the Canadian drillers to see if there's anything in there that we can, we can find that's really good. Well, Canadian, uh, some of the Canadian firms are very good right now. This one... It's looking very good. So let's let's look at Canadian Natural Resources. This one might be this one might be pretty good. It's look at this checklist. Very strong. Uh, we haven't been looking in 
in, we've been mostly looking in the U.S. drillers, but the Canadian drillers are very significant in that they are also potentially poised some, for some very good action as well. I like this one, Canadian National Resources, symbol CNO. I like this one a lot. I'm not an owner of this one, but this is definitely on my watch list because I do like the action of this one. There's a little bit of selling today, uh, but I do think this one's going to hold up very, very well. It's almost on an all-time high. This is one you might want to kind of possibly start wading into because it does look very good. Let's look at the options on this one. Okay, so we have some no open interest, but uh, there definitely is some options action on it. Let's see if there's any news on this one. Yeah, Canadian reaches a 90. Yeah, okay. So this just just became uh, actually about a month ago. Well, less than, less than a month ago, this had a 90, 90 uh, an 80 plus relative strength. So this is very strong. So this one is one of the ones that you might want to look at. I'm not currently in it, but it's not a bad one. It's not a bad one. CNO, Canadian uh, Oil. All right. Let's see. Um, can you please talk about Tesla? Do you think it's where it's going to go next week? Well, nobody knows exactly. The only only God knows <laughs> um, where things are going to go. But let's look at Tesla. Tesla's been very strong. I did have a spread. I had a bull. I did a, had a bull put spread on Tesla that I did close, and I did close it at a profit. So uh, this has been very strong. It seems to be right at the. Um, right at the uh, uh, the 10-day line. And the question is, is it going higher? Well, definitely the trend is up for Tesla. Uh, the trend is up. It's off a little bit after hours. As long as it can stay above about 780, I think I think we're, we're likely to see it uh, pull higher. That's my guess um, based on, based on you know, everything that I'm seeing. They had some very good delivery numbers, and the checklist is excellent. So on Tesla, what I would say... Here is if you're in Tesla, I, I would stay in Tesla. I wouldn't sell it. Um, but I probably would be careful about uh, increasing my position here until we see it move maybe a little bit higher. I'd like to kind of see it move up about $20 to $800. But right now, Tesla is in a, um, is definitely in the ascent. It's, it's finally, I think it's broken the trend line. That's why I have the trend line here. Looks like it's moving up finally once again. And let's look at the fundamentals on it. I'm looking at the technicals, but they came through a pretty good quarter and they beat expectations. They, you know, they're making $1.45 a share, so that's looking good. They've got nice cash flow and the um, and the sales are up. And that's really the key. I mean, you know, if they can continue this this sales growth, uh, you know, Tesla may be maybe back and look at this look at the look at the very nice relative strength 80 87 and it's, and it's trending upwards earnings per share up so it's looking pretty good the volume has been has been declining so the people that hold the shares are holding them not as much day trading going on right now but uh, i have to say that uh i i really think that uh, if you're holding tesla it's not a good you know it's keep on holding it i would put the stop losses in though but uh I think I wouldn't I wouldn't load up on it right now, but I would I, you know I definitely think the next buy point on this is about 800. Kind of want to see it uh, move above 800, but uh, it's looking very very good, uh, very very good. So uh, I think that you're 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 good to go with uh, right now. What do you think about Apple, Netflix, and Tesla? Is it a good time to re-enter? Well, on Apple I'd probably say no, but let's look at it first. Apple. 
Yeah, definitely. Unfortunately, and I love the stock, but I am out of it, and I and I and I, and I got I I was out of the stock because it um, you know it 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 was um, it it tripped it it tripped my my sell orders and I and I got out of it. But I want to zoom in a little bit on Apple here so that we can kind of analyze this. We're still in this downward trend, unfortunately, for Apple. This is the key level 150. We're below that now, and we do we are getting some strength, but we're below we're trading below that 10-day line. I don't like that. We're also um, we're also below the seven-day, 21-day uh, line, and below the 40-day line. We're still above the 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 200 though. That's good, but I don't like this action. This is showing it's going lower. These these lines here. So right now, I think you just got to avoid it a little bit. It's not a good entry point for Apple. Uh, right now, so so um, you know, for Apple, I would just be super duper careful, and you know, um, you know, I think for for you know for Apple, not a good time. Bye. So as of today, I I couldn't really recommend Apple just because of the chart action, but. You know, we may see it. You know, we may see it move better. Now that said, um, let's go back and answer the other two parts of your question. Uh, let's look at Netflix. Netflix, of course, different story. And and by the way, um, on Netflix, this is I have a bull spread on this one. So uh, I am I'm I'm really liking Netflix right now. The problem there is one problem with Netflix, of course. It's extended, but you could buy you can buy Netflix at this level. So you know there's been a lot of activity. So so with Netflix, Netflix is probably a buy at this level. Is extended, but you could buy small position. And that and that's really the, that's really kind of the, the thing I see on 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 Netflix. Netflix is extended because it's above it's 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 above that buy zone, but it's barely above this buy zone. It there's been a lot of good activity on Netflix uh, as of late, so Netflix is buyable, I do believe. Uh, but I wouldn't buy a full position; I'd only buy a half position. So you know, it's a tough one. I have um, I have a spread on it right now. That is quite good. That you could possibly take a look at, um, and um, it's—I don't know if I still have it up. Um, I don't—I don't still see if I still have it up. But uh, what I can do, uh, I could show you a spread that I have on Netflix that's doing very, very well. Actually, probably not a good time to re-enter that one, though we've kind of missed the boat on that one, unfortunately. That's why I took it off the the trade alert. Uh, okay, so of those three, uh, uh, so so of those three, Apple, Netflix, and Tesla, uh, Netflix definitely you can buy. Tesla, I kind of want to wait until it moves to um, about 780. Uh, I mean, ab above. No, sorry, it moves to about 800 on the share price. So here's the thing: I would avoid Apple. I would buy Netflix, and I probably would watch list Tesla. So that's kind of my that's kind of my viewpoint. I like EUK2 
uh, European Port Logistics Company. Mm, okay, let's take a look at it, Rio Madrid. Uh, I, hopefully, it'll come up on my system because I, unfortunately, with my system, I only get, uh, I don't get all the European stocks. Um, it, it has to be traded as a as, as a AD, um, uh, an ADR, and sometimes they aren't. Sometimes they aren't. No, unfortunately, I can't see that one. That's probably on the Frankfurt Exchange. And I probably can't see it. I wish I could, but I don't think I can. How about camp? Uh, let's look at camp right now. Camp, C-A-M-P. Uh, okay, Camp Corp manufactures wireless communication. Unfortunately, with camp, uh, I am not liking this action. I am not liking this action. We have a downward trend on the daily chart. We are below the 200-day line, and we have a relative strength of 20. So you basically just have to avoid this one. I, you know, sorry to be so dismissive on this, uh, but I just think that uh, you've got to avoid this stock for now. Uh, it just, I don't think it's going to work. So camp, I would be, I, I would, I would avoid this one, just because it just the chart. I can just tell you right now from the chart, it's probably not going to end well. I mean, you might make some money on it, but probably not. <laughs> okay. Let's look at Fastly, you know, uh, FSLY, of course, is the symbol on that. And and I've been in the stock several times. Um, but unfortunately, even though I do like the area, I don't like this chart. Ooh, I don't like this chart. We're below that 200-day line. I just, I just don't like to buy below that. We're below the 40-day line. We're below the 21. We're below the 10-day line. Ouch. Fastly for right now, I just think you gotta. The, all you can do with this one right now on Fastly is to watch this this one. You, that's really all you can do with Fastly. I think, uh, yeah, it's just not going to work as well for you. So I wouldn't I wouldn't do Fastly right now. I I would not do Fastly. Let's take a look at some of the uh, um, the people on TikTok. Thank you very much. By the way, if you want to ask a question, super easy. Just go to this address bit.ly slash DTF 382 and you'll get right on. We can ask, ask a question. I can see your questions from TikTok, but I can't show you the charts. I can show you the charts if you go to this address. So let's see if we can take some, some, some other chart action here. Oh, interestingly enough, this is from uh, uh, Chattelac 47 like that. HRZN. Let's look at that really quickly to see HRZN. And this Horizon, okay, this is a development stage company. Okay, life sciences. Life sciences are very, life sciences are a tough area to trade. Um, you know, I don't know. This is sort of more of a, this is a, this is a, a finance company. You know, I don't know. It, you know, here's the thing. I, I think I have a better solution for you. Right now, this is trending down. Here's what you might want to do, and this is probably a better one. You know, the biotech is a great area, but there's, there are more companies in biotech than any other space in the market. But there is a ETF called the BIB, and this one covers the waterfront, and it's, it, 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 it generally is a good way to, to play it. Now, it hasn't been in the last two years because this chart is terrible, but that's kind of my take on biotech. I don't like to trade biotech because it's so volatile. I mean, you can make a ton of money on it, but... It is a tough, tough area. So I would kind of have to pass on giving you any advice, or I'm not really even giving you advice, anything on that. So kind of have to be, uh, kind of have to be, uh, 
careful on that. Let's look at Zim. That's also from Rio. Uh, and Zim, of course, is one of the biggest right now uh, shipping companies out there. It's the Israeli national shipping company, symbol ZIM. Now, the interesting thing about Zim is Zim does not own its ships, not like some of the Greek shipping companies. Uh, it essentially leases them, but it's the same effect here. It, As of late, Zim has been pulling back, as you can see. Uh, we, we topped out at 62.20. We've in, since been in a downward trend. Let's put that in there. We've since been in that downward trend. Now we seem to get some, we're getting some support basically right at, a little bit below the pivot. The pivot is 47.82. So the question is, can we buy it here? You know, I, I like it. Uh, I like the area, but let's see. Let's just see if there's anything anything else in there. 67 checklist, not bad. The industry rank is excellent at four. So the question is, can we, is there any other place that we can get, uh, you know, can we, can we get into the stock? So let's look at my, my own, my favorite. And my favorite in the shipping is Matson M-A-T-X. Now I did sell out of Matson uh, only because uh, I was able to, um, you know, to do to do to do well in it, uh, and I did take profits. But in the shipping area, if I'm just going to go to the rankings here, the shipping area now is number four. It's 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 really holding up very very well. So this is the entire shipping group as 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 we can see it. Now let's look at the top stocks in here. Of course, Zim is the biggest by 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 capitalization. Matson's number two, but let's look at how close to the all-time high there. Starbucks carriers. Matson. Okay, so Starbulk and Matson are probably the ones that you want to look at the most. So I'm going to look at Starbulk first. S B L K. And I did have it. I sold it. I sold this one. I took profits on Starbulk. Zoom in a little bit. And zooming in. There we go. Hopefully it'll. Yeah. Okay. So with Starbulk, this one. Is right. It's on a cup. This one. This one's probably more viable than Zim right now. At Starball carries. It's it's trended above this. And I'm going to reactivate that trend line. This is the this is the this is the tr this is the um, reversal line on the cup on the handle. It's a good place to buy it, by the way. And it does look like this is potentially a viable is is potentially viable here. So I think that. Um, uh, I did sell, as you can see, I sold everything there when it hit the 21-day line. But I'm getting ready, possibly, if we see a bounce here, possibly to come back into it. But I want to see a bounce off this line. Now, it looks like it's up in after hours. So my guess is this one might be, you know, this one might be a nice little nice little run up from, you know, maybe to 20, 26 or 27. So this is the one I would buy right now. Uh, Instead of in, in, instead of Zim, I would be buying Starbulk SBLK or potentially, and then I actually like this one better, Matson Line Dim A T X, and that's also a shipping company. This one has the advantage of being a, a U.S. based. It's the only U.S. based shipping company, American flagged. So this doesn't definitely has an advantage. This one is currently, and the reason this one is even better, this is currently in the buy zone. So. Um, I, as again, I took profits on this one. I may be re-entering this one. Uh, this one is 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 set up probably the best of them all. Let's look at the weekly chart just to see. 
Yeah, this one's probably set up the best of them all. It's right in the buy zone, Matson Lawn. So instead of Zim, you know, maybe you should maybe you should consider, um, you know, you maybe maybe you should consider Matson. So instead of Zim, why not M A T X? So that's kind of how I would look at it. So instead of doing Zim, why not consider Matson? Because I think it's a little stronger. It's in the good group, and I think you'd be very happy with it. It's also in the buy zone, whereas Zim is not. So uh, that's uh, you know Zim is a very good company, but you don't want to buy them extended if you if you if you can avoid it. All right, uh, let's see. Charge point. Thanks, Eric. Uh, CHPT. Um, and uh, charge point, of course, is one of the largest in the, um, uh, along with Blink Charging, those are the two companies that are in the electric charging space uh, outside of Tesla, of course. And uh, unfortunately, I just don't like this chart. The daily is not good. It's below that 200-day line. So I would avoid this one. I would avoid it. Um, you know, I'd avoid ChargePoint just, just, just based on that. Um, because it doesn't seem, you know, last summer this one was doing good, but like everything else, everything has has its day. So I would avoid, uh, I would avoid ChargePoint right now, just because it doesn't look good in terms of its um, its its action. Let's take a look at a companion stock, and of course that's Blink Charging, B L N K is the symbol, and let's see if that's doing any better. No, unfortunately that's not doing any better either. So. <laughs> the charging, at least for right now, I think we've got to avoid this area of the market, the charging point area. I think we want a more oil-oriented. That seems to be where the market's going and not as much into the charging. Now, interestingly enough, you know, Tesla is doing great with its deliveries, but the charging infrastructure companies plays don't seem to be doing quite as well right now. Maybe that'll change, but, you know, remember, in the long run, we're all dead, so... <laughs> You want to buy stuff that's moving and moving in the right direction. <laughs> and I think, I don't think that's the case with ChargePoint. Sorry. Uh, SBET. Uh, let's see if we've got anything. It's probably have to be the last question because we're right at an hour. SBET. And thank you very much for everyone. Uh, well, that didn't come up. Did I, did I have the, did I have the right one? That's from Mark. Okay. Sorry. I'm going to have to, I have to get, Okay, Palantir. Let's take Palantir. That's the last one, I think, for today. PLTR. Um, and if everybody's watching it, you know that I've been in and out of this one. I've been I've been shaken out of this one a bunch of times. I still like this company. I love it on the fundamentals. I just don't like it on the technicals right now. So that's the that's the problem I'm having. It looks like it's starting to get some strength. There was some nice buying that came in today. But it's still below that 200-day line. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to reactivate that. Um, I'm going to reactivate that uh, that that alert. That's this little alert here, and it's below that. So right now you just can't buy it. We have to avoid it. Unfortunately, just you know, it's just one of those things. Uh, right now, unfortunately, Palantir is a watch list. Ah, I do like the company, but we can't buy it right now. Well, thank you, everybody. Thanks for thanks for tuning into the show. So appreciate it. And of course, uh, if you want to see the the whole show, it's available on um, 
you know, it's 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 available on um, YouTube. And uh, if you want to see the rerun, and it's super easy. If you want to see if you want to see the rerun, just go to um, this this address bitly b i t dot l y slash, and this is d t f Dallas Trading Floor episode number three eighty two. So that's if you want to see the if you want to see the show on the rerun, just go to bitly slash DTF 382. So, you know, HTTPS colon slash slash and all that stuff. Bitly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash DTF 382. And that's the show for today. Well, thank you so much, everybody. And let's see. Okay. Oh, hey, thank you. Uh, thank you so much. Um, oh, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. So I will see you tomorrow at 3.30. Eastern time. Uh, no, sorry, not Eastern time. What am I saying? That's central time. And I'll see you back here tomorrow on Dallas trading floor.